Hello everybody and welcome back to my podcast Rent Free. My name is Mackenzie Davis and I'm so excited to be here with you guys today. I'm having a really great Monday. It's like 62 degrees outside which is really warm for Blacksburg in February. I had a super busy weekend and I have just been not able to sit down to record this until today so I guess that it's becoming a theme for me to upload these pretty late on Monday, but I haven't been late yet in terms of the actual day, so I'm hoping that it stays that way. It's got a new camera lens, so I'm trying it out today. I got it specifically for video because my other camera lens was specifically for photographs and it wasn't really great because it wouldn't autofocus. Half the time I would record something, I thought it was in focus and then I would look at it after and it wasn't and it was impossible to use. But this camera has autofocus and so far so good. It does not have zoom though, which is interesting. So it's pretty close up to my face and I can't really zoom out if I needed to. But like I said, we're trying it out. We'll see how it goes. I'm also trying my best to match professionalism with the relaxed type of content that I like to produce. So I don't necessarily want to have like a set and have to like sit there, but at the same time, I want my videos to look nice and come out very like quality production. Um, and so as you can see today, I'm literally sitting against my wall. This is my mirror. You can see the inside of my closet, super cute. I don't have anything here at school and I don't think I will because I live in an apartment with three other girls and there's not an extra space for me to set anything up without impeding on everyone else's space. So for right now, I'm kind of just doing it where I can do it and my only goal is that I get the podcast out. Um, I was also making a lot of YouTube content and then I decided that I wanted to stop making a video every week if I didn't have a good idea of what I wanted to do because it was forcing content that just wasn't good and I don't want to be that kind of content creator. Like I want to produce good content and things I actually am proud of. Um, and you know, sometimes I do have good ideas and sometimes I'm doing a lot of real estate so I can do day in my life and things like that. And others, I'm just like, I don't want to do this and I don't know what I'm going to record. So I just, I won't record. Um, podcasts are different because I kind of just spill my guts to you guys all the time. And <laughs> that's a bit easier to think of themes for um, compared to like YouTube videos, which are a lot more of like the actual production aspect of things. But regardless, um, I'm going to tell you guys, regardless, I'm just going to get into the actual theme of this podcast, which I wanted to talk about rejection. And there's a lot of different reasons why I actually wanted to talk about this, but um, mainly because I've been realizing lately, like rejection happens in so many forms and in so many different parts of life that it's just a theme that you will have to get used to regardless if you want to or not, because it's never going away. Um, rejection is a huge thing in real estate and it's actually also a huge thing in grad school which I am learning very quickly. Um, I told you guys that I've been applying to graduate programs and I told you guys I'd keep you up to date on how it was going and so far it is not going the way that I had hoped. Um, I've also told you guys that I'm a super goal-oriented person and so I actually like produce these ideas in my head and I cling to them and I pretty much believe them to be true until I'm proven wrong. So for graduate school, 
I had this whole vision about getting into University of Maryland or UMBC for a PhD and what I would tell my friends and how I would tell everyone and I was gonna make TikToks about it and all this cool stuff like but obviously I have no control over that once I submit my application it's out of my hands and um and so I did get rejected from both UMBC and University of Maryland which was really really disheartening for me um I mean I have worked really hard for graduate school because when I was in high school, I knew that this is what I wanted to do. So I actually did a year's worth college classes. I would get out of my senior year at 9 a.m. and then I'd head over to the community college until like 2 p.m. where I would just do all of my gen ed. So I got a year of college out of the way purposefully so I could graduate early, which is what I'm doing. Um, and then as soon as I stepped foot on Virginia Tech's campus, I got involved in every single thing I could think that would build my application. So like psychology club and active minds and, and research and all of that stuff. So I've have, I have three full years full of stuff. Um, but you know, like sometimes that's also just not enough. And if you're not familiar with PhD programs, they can actually only accept, um, three, four, five maybe people per application cycle, which is not a lot of people at all. It's scary to think about, honestly, because they get probably around 300 applicants each season, and that's a small percentage of people that they can accept. The reason being is that it's fully funded, so I wouldn't have to pay for any tuition, and on top of that, they would give me a stipend. Um, which has been a huge part of my plan for a really long time because that stipend I can use to qualify me to buy a house Which is why there's a lot riding on this decision and of course so far. I've only gotten rejection Something that I am NOT all that accustomed to which might sound cocky. I don't mean it to be I just genuinely have not been dealt with too much rejection until I found my way to real estate because there's a lot of rejection in, in this business, which I will get into more. Um, but yeah, real estate is one thing. And then, of course, graduate school. So let me recap with you guys the schools that I've heard back from. And um, so far, no yeses, which is completely okay. I still have six schools to hear back from. And honestly, the fact I haven't heard anything from them is totally cool at this point. Like, They've already sent out their first round of interviews, but because they didn't reject me, I know I'm on their short list in case their top applicants don't accept their offers, then I will be pulled in for an interview, um, which is cool to like know, but it's also still really nerve-wracking. I check the Grad Cafe page 10 times a day to see where people have heard back from and what schools and everything. It's like actually an obsession. Um, I was denied from... Um, I was denied from George Washington, denied from University of Maryland, denied from UMBC, and I got an interview at Towson. Towson is a master's program, which I am super pumped about too. Um, obviously, I I wanted the PhD just because of the funding, but like master's, I can do exactly the same thing, and I would love to go to Towson because it's close to home. I have that interview on March 3rd or 4th, I can't remember. And those are the only schools I've heard back from. So I'm still waiting. Um, right now, my top choice is probably American because American is the closest to home. And also it's like in a city, which I think would be cool. I could live outside the city um, in Maryland again and, and still be pretty close to everything I wanted to be. 
Um, the next school I would probably pick is George Mason, which is in Alexandria. Or no, it's in Fairfax. Um, I can't remember, but it's it's close close enough to home where I'd be cool going there. And then the other schools are just spread out all over the place and I would obviously be happy to go anywhere. It's just like my whole plan in my head for like like buying a house and house hacking and everything really only works as well as I want it to if it's in Maryland. So my other options would be University of Delaware, um, University of Virginia, Virginia Tech, VCU, George Mason American. And I did apply to Maryland's master's program after I got denied from their PhD program. I didn't want to sell myself short and apply to their master's first, but now that I know for sure I'm not going there for PhD, I wanted to apply to master's because I do love that school and I love the location and a lot of stuff about it. So now that you guys are filled in with my graduate school rejection process, um, I think that rejection is something that is so important to talk about because people are so like ashamed of rejection and so like they don't want to talk about it, which I which I completely get. I mean, I'm in that position right now. Like, I didn't want to tell anybody I got denied from UMD just because I didn't even want to say those words. But realistically, I think it's better if you frame the situation in the way that you put yourself out there. You did something that was out of your comfort zone, and you tried your best. And I think that that is a really cool way to look at situations because realistically like how would you have known if you didn't try and rejection only makes you stronger like did I sob in my car for 30 minutes after I got the University of Maryland rejection yes I did <laughs> do I feel stronger because of it yes I do and I think that that adds to everyone's story it adds to your character and it humbles you and that's a good thing you know I really really thought that I had a better chance than I did before I started this process and like I am glad that I have been humbled <laughs> because now I understand more about the process and it's teaching me patience and diligence and I am super grateful for that even though it is killing me inside every single day <laughs> um beyond that um in real estate I think that you deal with rejection quite Quite often um, you try and try and try to get clients in every single way you possibly can and sometimes it doesn't just work out for you like you're hoping it will and that's okay um, you can be interviewed for the position to be someone's agent I put that in air quotes because it's not necessarily a position but like someone might want you as their realtor but they want to talk to others too they could pick other realtors over you and especially when you're submitting offers in this market are you kidding me? You're going to get offers rejected day after day after day. That's just going to happen unless you have a million dollar cash buyer that is going to waive every single contingency every single time. You're just not going to be the first option in every single home offer. And that is the reality of it. So that kind of brings me to this, this point. It's like you have to be an optimist in this world in general, but also in your job and in your schooling and, and everything like that because if you aren't you're gonna literally kill yourself like if you sit there and dwell on every single rejection that you get you're not gonna make it anywhere and people constantly are saying that about real estate they're like so many people fail and like whatever crazy percentage of people don't make it in this business and blah 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 and it's like, okay, well, if you have that mindset, you're not going to make it anywhere because you're immediately going into the business thinking, well, I'm not going to 
like make this work probably so I'm just gonna try for a month and see if it works and if it doesn't then whatever like if you have a negative mindset going into it you're sure as hell not gonna get anywhere and I don't even care to say that like sorry if that offends you if you do think like that but like come on you have to have some faith in yourself and if it doesn't work out it doesn't work out but <laughs> you can't you can't just give up before you even start um and I give that advice to people on TikTok all the time I'm like you have to put your best foot forward and like if I am a college student in a different state than I even am licensed in and I can still go home for the summer for three months and make $30,000, you can too. Like, it is so much easier once you change that mindset to I'm going to do everything I can. I'm not going to stop until I, until I physically can't anymore. And like, that is what I believe truly drives people. Um... You know, rejection and acceptance and all these things are all tied around motivation. And when you when you're motivated, it's a lot easier to do things. And when you're motivated, it's a lot easier to reach your goal because you want that. You really do want that. Um, and to me, going into something with a pessimistic mindset is not motivating. <laughs> if I know that I'm not going to succeed and don't want to do something, I'm really not going to try as hard as I can because why would I if I'm going to fail? If I know I'm not going to work, it's not going to work out, like why would I try? And I hope that makes sense in the way that I'm distinguishing it, but like I just really, really think it's important to be positive in in life in general. I'm not even saying in real estate or anything like that, but like I have friends that immediately assume the worst and anytime something bad happens it's the end of the world and like I could not be that person because it is so draining you know what I mean like obviously it's harder to live a life like that like how do you move on if you continually are bringing yourself down and that is so much easier said than done. Um, I feel like I'm genetically predisposed to be an optimist. Like my mom is a very optimistic person and, and I'm so much like her in that way. So, you know, it, it is what it is, but I think that there's also a way you can change your mindset and change that way that you're perceiving situations um, and to, to frame them to not be rejection. Back to like my grad school example, something I've been thinking about a lot lately and I've really had to force myself to think this way is like the rejection is an opportunity for me and that sounds kind of backwards and weird but I'm trying to remind myself that everything does happen for a reason and in life so many things that I once thought were bad actually led me to be where I am today and I couldn't be more grateful for where I am today so I need to remember that when I look at the example of graduate school so I didn't get into my top choice but no matter where I end up, I'm going to have a successful outcome and I'm going to be able to pursue what I want to pursue. Even if that means I don't get in anywhere and I take a year off, okay, cool. Well, there's an opportunity to do real estate full time, make a ton of money, come back a year later, buy that house. If I don't get to buy a house this year, cool. I'll live at home for another year and save money because I won't have any bills anymore. You know what I mean? Like, there is a light in every situation and I hope that people realize that like but you have to force yourself to see it that way you really do otherwise you're gonna sit there and be like wah wah I didn't get into my top choice 
now I'm never going to be successful. I'm never going to be a doctor. I'm never going to be a therapist. And all these goals and dreams I've had for 10 years are just not going to happen. No. Like, what is that doing for you? Honestly, like, let me know because it's not doing anything. <laughs> I'm not going to go into a hundred more examples because I'm sure you guys get the point at this point, but like, in life, just know that this is applicable to any situation. I mean, literally relationships. Okay, you ask someone out, they say no. Well, that's your freaking win right there. Like, that person didn't want you. They're not here for you. So, bye. Like, different things like that. Like, you just have to apply the same things I've been talking about to all these situations um, and, and really be your own advocate for your future. That's a really good line. I'm glad I just said that. I feel like I want to put that on a t-shirt. Um, be your own advocate for your future because if you're not, who else is going to be? Mic dropped. <laughs> That's a really good piece of advice. Um, you know, it's your life. You're the only one living it. You friends, you family, boyfriends, wives, husbands, whatever, but this is your life. And this is going to sound really morbid for a second, but people die and people leave and people mess up and they're not in your life anymore and who's left at the end of the day if no one else is there and that's you so think of it that way um I was on one of my friends podcasts last week they're friends from high school actually they're a grade below me I know them from French class go check it out actually I think that episode is being released today it's called wannabes um it's on Spotify and pretty sure Apple Music too but they're really cool people and their podcast is like about influencing and lifestyle and things like that and they wanted to do an episode with me on making your dreams a reality and I gave them this one little thing that I think about constantly as a so-called influencer in this space and that is that at your funeral no one is going to consider any of the life choices you've made unless obviously like you were like a murderer or something really crazy but I don't think any of you guys listening to this are my main point there is just that life is like way too short to not do what you love which I've said a hundred times on here that's my favorite little line that I've made up thus far but like really when you die like if you put your best foot forward to be an influencer and it doesn't work out, or you put your best foot forward and it does work out, like, no one is going to sit at your funeral and talk about how embarrassing that was that you did that, and oh my gosh, that's so crazy. Because also, those people that are judging you are really just jealous. Like, I'm being completely honest here. Like, the people that are really judging you are just jealous, and I don't always think that that is true, but in the space of influencing, I really do think it is, because everyone wants to be an influencer. Everyone would love to be in this job full-time, making their own schedule, working in the public eye, like doing all that cool stuff and getting free things from brands and whatever. And those people who don't do it and judge you for it are really just jealous that you took the steps to do it than anything else. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, I like that little funeral example. It's something I think about all the time when I go to make big decisions because I have social anxiety. I really, really have it bad. Like, <laughs> I probably don't come off like I do whenever I tell people that. They don't believe me. They think it's not, like, not true. I am literally diagnosed social 
anxiety-ridden person. I also have general anxiety disorder and death anxiety, so I am in a ball of anxiety. I'm actually medicated for it. I feel like I the last like three minutes of this episode, I've just been bouncing all over the place saying a bunch of random different things, <laughs> but my point here is just trying to get you guys to realize that rejection comes with life, acceptance comes with life, judgment comes with life. But at the end of the freaking day, it's up to you. It is up to you to do what you want. And I hope that that's motivating to people because I am constantly motivating myself using those same lines that I'm telling you guys. Um, lines I've heard from other influencers and people on the internet and I think that those are really important and those are the things that really really stick with you. So that kind of wraps up what I wanted to say about rejection and if you guys have been listening to this podcast for a while you know that I like to do a little um, self-reflection moment and talk about what I've been up to lately just in case anybody cares. I like to save it for the end just in case people don't care so they can just <laughs> leave if they don't. Totally fine. I respect that but I am going to fill you guys in on what I've been up to lately. Um, I had someone reach out to me in regards to wholesaling and I was trying to help them find a property. It was going to be really cool but it ended up not working out which is fine. I'm technically not allowed to wholesale at my new brokerage anyway so it would have had to been a lot of technicalities and things I worked out with them in order to help make that work, but it did end up working out because they do need a realtor. The reason they didn't want to wholesale is because they think they can get more for listing it, which they totally can. Um, and so that I think is going to be my first listing, if at all possible. Um, obviously they could choose someone else, but I'm going to try my best to like sell myself to them and show them that we could really um, make this work. I already ran the comps for their house, so I'm just gonna send them to them and be like, look, you can make a lot in this house, like, let's do it, you know what I'm saying? So that's really cool, I'm super pumped about that. Um, I need to start thinking of ways to market myself, and I need to hop on that train. I think I'm gonna wait till I get my next paycheck, my next commission check in March. Um, and kind of invest some of that money in advertising. I've never done that before and I don't really want to use Opsity when I come home from school this year. That was my first thing that I ever did last summer when I started real estate. Like, And I love Opsity, nothing against them, but I do want to try to make my own money. Like, I want to try to try to produce the leads organically and see how that works. I want to build my brand as a person in my neighborhood and my community so that people like really see that I'm a good realtor um, and I'm not just some kid that they knew growing up. That's like the biggest thing for me is like, okay, well, why would some 50-year-old parent that I've known since I was 12 use me as their realtor when <laughs> there's other realtors that have been in this business for a really long time? And that is my goal for this summer is to show them that I am the better option. Um, and I truly believe that I am, but you know, obviously you have to prove that to people. Another thing that I think is pretty cool is I have 11 weeks till graduation. I am still planning my trip to Italy, still getting super pumped for that. And me and my boyfriend were just talking about this this weekend because we've been dating for four years, over four years. We're like on year five now. Um, and this is the last 11 weeks of long distance for us after that point like we will never have to say goodbye to each other again which I think is really really cool um it's just been such a long long process of like 
being in college, coming home for breaks, leaving for breaks, and like that alone caused me a lot of anxiety because I always was of the mindset like, okay, well we only have such a short time before we see each other again, so I would feel bad not hanging out, and then I would like be an anxious ball when I would have to work, or like if I was with other friends, and like I just always was feeling on edge because of that whole situation, so it's really nice that that'll be over soon. And I think that my boyfriend's actually going to get a job in the loan business, which would be so awesome. Um, I would totally utilize that, we'd be like a little team. So we'll see if that actually happens. And yeah, beyond that though, I'm trying my best not to have senioritis right now. I truly do not care about my classes at all right now. And that's not a good thing, obviously. I mean, I'm getting the work done and I'm doing what I need to do, but it is dreadful. And that's not usually how I am as a student. Usually I'm like the first one to turn things in. When I was a freshman, I would come home from class, do my homework that I got assigned that day for every single class. And now I'm like doing it the day it's due, which is something I've just never done. Um, and like, that's scary, but also not scary. I don't really have anything to lose right now. I'm gonna graduate as long as I pass. <laughs> and so that's where I'm at. I'm gonna go do my yoga class at 4.30. And I'm going to do homework later, probably study, but beyond that, I hope you guys are having a good week. I hope you guys are achieving your goals and setting goals, and I hope this helped you be a little bit more motivated. I know that's hard, especially for me in the winter. For some reason, it's really hard to, like, get myself to do stuff just because it's cold outside. But like I said, today's 62 degrees, and we're living life. Um, <clears throat> I will see you guys next week on Monday for sure. Not sure exactly if I'll have a YouTube video up. Like I said, I'm going to stop filming YouTube videos just to film them. And I'm going to start planning my content more intentionally so that I have things to be excited about to record instead of trying to force myself to create when I don't want to. Um, yeah, so I love you guys. Thank you for listening every week. I appreciate you so, so much. And I will see you next Monday. Bye.